Alright everyone, welcome to episode 95 of the Slow Spin Sidey Podcast. Whoop My whoop. name is Paul and joining me as always is Rob. What's Hello up, everyone, baby? back in Berlin, episode 95. <laughs> Amanda is not here today, yeah. uh, she is ill and she needs some rest. Amanda, take care. Take uh, care Amanda. Send, uh, s- send your support messages to Amanda. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. that's terrible sorry so today we're gonna talk about living our life on a bike more precisely being car free car free we do it or could we not but speaking about a car free life and everything that touches on a bike if you want to hear more about the rides I've recently done in Tokyo yep. and what we've recently shot uh, in Tokyo or in London, then you should listen to the pre-show. You can access the extended conversation at patreon.com slash podcast. But let's get into this show. Could I live without a car? No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> cue the music. Because <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one for me because I actually really enjoy having the both. Um, even though to, there's a lot of variables that play into that. So there is a lot. There to is just, a lot yeah. of variables. So I'm just going to put this out there. But tomorrow, and that's funny that we chose that subject but tomorrow I am going to Japan Mobility Show. Right. Which is like a giant conference about the future of mobility. Oh, wow. So you have a little bit of everything. You have like concept car, concept e-bikes, proof of future for like anything that will move things or move you. Cool. But By the way, when's the um, show going out? Uh, this show is coming. So we 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 are recording this on the first of November. Because I just want to say ha- happy Halloween to everyone from yesterday. I hope Ooh, you, everyone's that is a, true. on a hangover or a ride. I saw some people in London <laughs> make their bikes into like Halloween vibe bikes, and the cargo oh, bikes yeah. had like uh, eyes on it and lights on it and like yeah, some Halloween rides. So I hope everyone. I know it's probably by the time you listen, this Halloween will be over. But anyway. We're recording it the morning after, the afternoon after. Exactly. Bring us some candy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. um, Living car-free before, I feel like before, it was like a question like, can you live car-free? Can you not have a big diesel F-150 in your garage? (laughs) But now it's so more contrasty because... You could have a bike, yes, and you could have a car, but it is electric or it's yeah. hydrogen or it's yeah. like not really a bike, but not really a car, but it can move you around, you know? I just want to, can um, I just say one thing? You do yes. have a van, right? So I do have a van. So first I haven't answered the question, um, but okay. So the fun thing is I was talking the other day a few months ago was a guy that is totally car free right right uh he doesn't praise it he just is car free and uh, living in tokyo yeah 
No, no, he lives in uh, he lives in Spain. Right. Okay. Just a bit and context. but he's like a really like ecolo- <coughs> ecologist advocate. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Like, and I was like, yeah, man, I just changed the tires on my car. It cost me like seven hundred bucks. He's <laughs> like, why do you have a car anyway? Like, well, my car is my house. And it was like, oh. Okay, well, you have a good reason. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that kind of trumps a lot of the, uh, is it a vehicle? No, it's my home, so... <laughs> exactly. I live in it. Sorry. Sorry, not So, yeah, sorry. I live in my van, but let's just say, for the sake of that experiment, I would just have a tiny house or an apartment yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's, like so many things to take into consideration do you want to start yeah, yeah. on any random subject I, i'd ask on uh say on a just a rough monthly to yearly basis how much do you use the vehicle that you have for commuting picking up whatever do do you use that vehicle to its full potential do you find if for example it wasn't your home and it was just a second vehicle because i know you do right a much higher percentage on your bike anyway but the, there is benefits of having the car to so many places which benefits could you swap out and live without that or adapt that into a, an electric vehicle or a bigger cargo or some kind of more efficient uh, uh, cleaner cycling mode of transport right is is well, yeah can you you could you could you cut down the amount of times you use your vehicle and use something else that would be non-engine related. Right. Well, the thing is, with the van, I already don't use it that much. I think I start the vans legit once or twice a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I start it, it's to usually... I don't know, I would have like three or four days off in a row, and rather than... Uh, slipping uh, in a weird area, I would go into a beautiful area. Yeah, so yeah. I'd go like mountain or uh, seaside, ocean, and I would go there to spend like a few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not, it is not like a, a commuting that has to happen. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need to go to the mountain, but I really want to, uh, and I feel like it's you know like. It's for my personal mental health. It's for my personal pressure. Like, I enjoy going to wild places. And, you know, I can, like, put my bike in there and I can bike around after that. um, Or just, I don't know, go on hikes. Uh, So, I don't use a car on a daily basis. Not at all. And I know it is something that sounds weird to a lot of people yeah i know a lot of people use a car on an absolute daily basis multiple times a day i think that's what we're trying to get away from isn't it that's the whole point in this discussion is to swap out i mean if you're using a car on a daily basis because you have to because the distance is too far because you live too far out of the city and you work for example, on, a, on another, you can't take public transport, you can't take a bike. But for example, if you did have a tiny home and or a small flat or whatever, would it be an option for you to take the tent, the cargo bike or the gravel bike and 
on your three days off, get out of the city and go to the woods or go to a beach. And Right. Yeah. Well, I don't think so because like that would be like one hell of a ride. That right, right. I don't really want to do. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about that. And it's hard, isn't it? I think, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a hard one to be honest, but like you said, I think people tend to make car seems like absolute evil, you know? Yeah. Like, oh my God, you have a car. Oh God. Yeah. People do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you eliminate every commute that doesn't need to happen in a car, you can do it by bike or on yeah. a cargo bike or a train uh, or, a bike. An yeah. or on an electric bike. Yeah. Um, if you eliminate all of these, then you can actually use a car for what it's really useful for, which is transporting stuff. Transporting, because, yeah, or going further than you could. Or going further, yeah. exactly. Because that's something that I actually, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast last time already, but um, this summer when I was working as a courier, uh, something hit me. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit. I see a lot of cars with four people in them. Mm. And because, you know, it's the holiday, everybody goes to the beach, blah, blah, blah. But the thing, if you think a little bit further, you're like, wow. So my brain is so used to see one person per car that seeing a, a car full of people surprised me. Right. Yeah. Which if you think about it, it's a terrible fucking ratio because you're using two tons of steel and aluminum to move one person of like 70 kilo. If you say it like that, and, it's ridiculous. And a, and a fucking laptop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And you're like, that doesn't sound right. And for short all. journeys as well. So like and you for might- for very short journeys. Yeah, you might be just taking and, your bag with your computer and going like 15 minutes. Exactly. Sometimes you're not taking anything at all. Yeah. You're just like, you're going to work and you just need yourself. Um, so, but- Trust me, I also hate public transport and yeah. I don't yeah. want to ride under the rain and arrive at any places I'm supposed to be arriving at when I'm like absolutely either like super sweaty or like extremely wet or anything. Like I do totally understand that, but when I can, when I have the ability to, I'd rather go on a bike and my main <laughs> my main point for uh for just like going on a bike a little bit everywhere is i have serious anxiety when it comes to parking yeah. i fucking hate parking <laughs> i am afraid of not putting enough money into the fucking parking machine or just not be able to find a spot um, where I live, there's a very, there is 
many very narrow streets mm -hmm. and it's really hard yeah, to it, park yeah, is, yeah. um if i go on a bike i can just lock it uh, out front and i'm good you know yeah yeah absolutely i've just uh i've been to newcastle for four or five days and newcastle is a wonderful city to ride even my parents live about three and a half miles from the center so it's not bad you know 20 25 minutes mm -hmm. And you're in, but a couple of hills. Uh, but yeah, the weather is shitty. Uh, I wanted to go to the coast. I wanted to be free to go back and forth to the coast because the coast is another five miles. So once you, if you say you go to the coast in the morning to meet someone for a coffee and then go into the city to see something, do something else, then back home, you're covering, you know, 20, 30 miles. Right. But it's cold and fucking wet. And I took the car. I borrowed my parents' car for the week and fucking loved it. <laughs> totally get it. Just fucking loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I was in the car every single day. And I did that. I went even short journeys because it was just miserable. So you go from the house, put your jacket on, jump in the car. I do, I do, I, I, I do love a vehicle. But in London, I don't use it. I had... I had access to a car you know the one we drove up to yes newcastle in but i might use that once every month luckily once every two months six weeks that's that was it mm. that was that yeah. was literally it and and i think geographically makes a big difference to how you can live your life vehicle free yeah yeah i know people that live in cities like los angeles it's right, yeah. almost impossible to live car yeah. free yeah. But at the same time, what the fuck are you doing in Los Angeles? <laughs> Why are you there? What's your problem? <laughs> there is always that, yeah. 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 Um, but I I do totally understand that it's 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 hard for some people on literally like a weather or a geographic basis to leave car free and. Honestly, I'm not here to put any pressure on anyone no, no, saying like, no. you shouldn't have a car. What the fuck, dude? Like the planet, blah, blah, blah. Like the planet is fucked. We already know. Like there's nothing we can do about it. But I think you can also um, expand your vision to like other type of mobility. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to ask anyone to buy an electric car because these are so fucking expensive. Just go out and buy a um, Tesla and save the world for sixty thousand. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Like fuck off, Come bro. On. It's it's sixty grand. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much the basic Tesla is, but yeah. <laughs> we just said sixty. Grand, I would say it, I would say something around thirty to sixty. I'd say like, like forty grand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But. So, I was talking with a friend who has a massive Jeep really really <laughs> fucking shit if you google it i think it's a jeep like gladi gladiator or something like that gladiator. it's basically <laughs> it's fucking it's so imagine a jeep it's yeah. big right yeah imagine it imagine it as a pickup now yeah it's okay. fucking gigantic but it's also got like two front seats and back seats then the pickup bit right 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 yeah yeah it's I huge it's so high anyway um so we rode that back from a trip in the mountain uh, a month ago. Oh, is that the one you took to um, go to go to 
slow Wait. burning man yeah 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 exactly yeah exactly. yeah exactly cool um and and i was talking about him with cargo bikes and i was like telling him cargo bikes in a city life like tokyo or like other cities even like medium-sized city which uh, for example the one i live in will literally change your life yeah it will change your life it will change your vision on how you go from a to b with a purpose uh and it, it doesn't have to be like just a cargo bike it could be it could definitely be an electric cargo bike because yeah with that you know that with literally zero effort you're able to transport yourself plus a shit ton of stuff in a totally like secure way and it's so much nicer to travel by cargo bike with stuff because you don't feel any pressure even loading right. a car even loading stuff into a car is more effort than loading it onto a cargo bike i think yeah totally do you, by the way while we're talking about that is there how popular are cargo bikes in tokyo at the minute none fucking what? none really yes. it's crazy right what i would have thought that would have been like so into that there is literally a toll of three cargo bikes in Tokyo. Actually, four, because I saw a random one the other day. But, like, it's one for each courier company that exists. And that's it. That's nuts. It's crazy because it's, like, the perfect city to and, own a cargo. Yeah, and the city is so hustle and bustle and fast and deliveries should be on it. It should be, yeah. What the fuck? That's an untapped market. Is there any bike shops even selling it? No. That's that's mad. That is, they just haven't got around to it. It just hasn't been po become popular yet. Exactly. Nuts. And it's just yeah, it's crazy to me because yeah, it's just you can you can use a cargo for everything, anything, and and yeah, bike deliveries are definitely a thing that still don't exist in Japan and. I've been talking with a lot of courier friends and they're like, oh yeah, our courier company is not doing so good. Like we might close soon. But because you haven't got you cargo bikes. You need to remember that couriers in Japan still transport only paper. What? Messengers in Japan are still transporting documents and that's the only thing they do. What? Because so you need like doing... so many physical signs and shit. So they're not doing flowers, pack small packages, chocolates. None of that's happening yet by by courier company. It's just they, still they, old they do it as well, but it's mainly documents, and that's why like Japan is somehow like twenty years back in the past. Is dude, we have emails now. We have like online signatures. We have like so many things, especially with the COVID that happened in between, that don't require paper yeah that's nuts that's so yeah but of course it's less and less and less and and then yeah it's it's time to to switch to cargo yeah i mean you berlin now london now paris now everything everything is done on cargo bikes and yeah. now and you know how many i don't know if you've if paris are that into it yet those like 
boxy e-bike three-wheeler trikey sort of thing or four-wheel yeah, like. yeah, yeah 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 because they're like they're like cargo plus plus kind of thing. yeah 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 right yeah, amazon are using them. Yeah, yeah amazon are using them and all the delivery companies are high are, are not using them directly but they're using companies in london to do local deliveries and second deliveries which is really good yeah yeah, yeah. we were i was discussing a while back with a friend from london about converting something like that into a mobile home so e-bike uh, mobile home oh wow that sounds like a very 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 tiny mobile home but it's possible i mean there's probably like one 70 years old dude that is has been traveling the world for the last 30 years out there was something living on his living on his bike yeah can i ask you about your food shopping do you tend to buy less because you always go buy bike do you take the cargo bike when you want to get i guess you're not buying as much at the moment so Vans. i'm a i'm a daily daily you're a daily guy. guy aren't you yeah 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 so i don't buy a lot but i buy literally for like one meal to two days but yeah, that's yeah. all i do so it's always in small quantities um Yes. Because, again, city living, cargo bike, food shopping is just perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, My I... My fridge I sh- is really small, and it's already, like, <laughs> full of film. So, you know, there's not much I can do, to be honest. Um, I Yeah, because I tend to buy a week or two weeks' worth of shopping, but I can't quite get that on in a bag I can get yeah. that in a bag, but it becomes very uncomfortable. You've really got to pack it well. Then you've got to lock your bike outside. And I'd much prefer, I, I mean, I'd, I still dream of having the space to have and having a cargo bike at some point. Right. Um, because they're just so useful. It would it would definitely change my concept of buying another vehicle at some point if I had a cargo bike. Right. That's for sure. What about like services? So what if tomorrow you want to move apartment? I know you moved recently. Yeah. You left your apartment uh, and you moved into, well, a different apartment slash house. Is it a house? No, it's an apartment. It's like a flat, like a downstairs ground floor flat. It's bigger, but it's, um, yeah, actually interesting that you mentioned that because I... You know, Ed, obviously, lovely Ed, offered mm-hmm. to help me by bringing the trailer and the pedal me cargo bike. Mm-hmm. And we managed to move, I'd say, 70 to 80% of the, the house move on cargo bike and trailer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How many, in the, how many goes? Three trips. Three to Three four trips. Trip, three to four trips, maybe. And then, funny enough, Michael helped me on the last move with the car. Ah. Oh. Because there was just a few bits extra. Ed had to go back to work. Michael was hanging around. He was very helpful. And some of the stuff we needed to pop to a shop so we couldn't really leave it outside so we could lock it up properly. And mm-hmm. then we dropped off the last bits in the car, yeah. But, yeah, I'd say 70 to 80% was done. Look, I mean, don't get me wrong. The move was like a 10-minute ride. <laughs> yeah. So... So, but I know um, the day before or the same days, I think it might have been Christine. 
was moving mm -hmm. via cargo bike as well. Oh. So the other Pedal Me guys were helping her out while Ed was helping me out. So we had two uh, house moves in one day by cargo bike. Damn. And to be honest, you know, like, you know how busy that street is that I live on? Leaving, yes. the, leaving the car there, like, for hours while I'm loading in and out is a bit of a ball ache. But with the cargo bike, we could just pull it into the, the driveway a bit, which is small enough, and still people right. could walk back and forth. We could then load it much easier because it was a flat, you know, the, the trailer was almost like the back of, imagine the back of your van, but without any bed, stove, or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was like that. The trailer base was that size. So, wow. yeah, 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 exactly. It was huge. And then you've got obviously the front of the cargo bike. So I could put my big paintings, could stand up, plant pots in there. I could stack stuff, boxes really neatly and then strap it up. And yeah, we had a 10 minute ride to the flat and we just unloaded it at the other side. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I rode, yes. I rode the BMX yeah. while he was doing the cargo bike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sorry. definitely happens when you have. Uh, I mean, that's like you have like a re <laughs> <laughs> you have like a reasonable amount of stuff. Yeah, I'm um, not. I'm. 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 I live on my own. I don't have much stuff, and that makes a big difference because yeah, you know what it's like. Some people would move, and they have a lorry full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even nuts. sometimes more than a lorry full, but yeah. yeah. Um, I moved also a few months ago from my apartment to my van and basically if I don't put the bikes, like let's leave the bikes mm -hmm. apart, right? Uh, and everything that is bike related, so bike parts and everything. All of my stuff fit, did fit in one cargo bike. All of it. Wow. And one yeah. cargo bike one cargo bike full to the brim oh my full God. to the brim but one cargo bike that is like that i love that you know having that little amount of stuff is so good and then you've got like 20 and, bikes so that kind of cancels yeah. itself out but <laughs> but i've been like i've been really on that quest and it's been like a few years now for like minimalism but into yeah. in the right balance you know yeah. So, yeah, for yeah. example, I had like I actually very recently had an opportunity to buy a beautiful, very unique NGS frame for an incredible price. Mm -hmm. It was almost free, mm -hmm. and you know what? I said no. It was you like, didn't do it. No. Wow, you've changed, bro. I I have an NGS at home. It's fine. I don't need a second one. Wow. Wow, you've changed, man. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy what a life we live now. Paul said no to an NGS frame for a good price. How did you feel? Did you feel like withdrawal symptoms? Were you like, uh, like shaking or? <laughs> Honestly, like I was really, I was really going to buy it. I was like, holy shit, this is like... <laughs> layer per like this is like this is awesome this is like something really really nice like i want it and then i had a second thought i was like so i want it but what am i gonna do with it is it gonna be like so okay 
I'm going to talk about it a, a bit. So it's an NGS frame, mm -hmm. but it has a special sticker on it. It's a, it has the sticker of a demon on, on it. Ooh. And it's, it's called Renshu no Oni, which means the training demon. And basically, you have like a couple of NGS builders that had the exact same sticker of that demon, and they would put it on frames that w they would only use for training on the road, right? On the okay. open road. Yeah, so yeah. these bikes have front and rear brake mount. They have internal cable routing, and they have uh, bottle cages. But right, right, they're yeah. NGS. Wow, okay. That is a so, unique frame. Yeah, very, very unique. And I was like, oh, that's going to make the perfect commuter. And I was like, hold up a minute. I already <laughs> have a commuter. Like, I'm not going to use a second commuter. And I've been really, like, don't even, you can't even imagine, like, I moved literally more than a dozen times in the past five years. Yeah, I've moved so many times and every time the bike have been number one hustle because you put them yeah. in a van, they scratch on each other. Um, it's always a pain in the ass. Uh, they take so much space like it's a hustle. It's a fucking pain. So I was like, you know what? In 2023 slash 2024, I'm going to reduce my amount of bike. I'm, I'm going to keep what just what I need. Mm -hmm. and buying another commuter was just not an option <laughs> it wasn't yeah okay so yeah I, I, I said no um but i don't know the 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 satisfaction you get out of damn i did say no because i know i have something that is really cool already waiting for me at home I had like a really good feeling about this. Don't really know how good. to explain it, but I was really proud yeah. of myself. Cool. Well, no, I can imagine you either felt really good because like getting over that need of a good bargain on a beautiful frame and being happy with actually you've got beautiful bikes you and you're riding them and you're using them. So yeah, it's cool. And well to done. anyone well done, that, thank you. To anyone that is in a similar situation, but that has space, then go for it. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to yeah 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 uh, apply that minimalism to anyone else. Really, like if you have the opportunity and you have the space or the passion or you just really want it, you should get it. Agreed. Uh, Bike for every occasion. Exactly. Exactly. Just just find some new use cases and that's just one more occasion. Yeah. So I think summing up a bit, like I think this whole no car, no vehicle, bike life thing is great. I think it can really suit certain people's lifestyles. Um and you know, you can do everything, but for example, we just I just took the train a lot as well and tried to cut down on flights because, you know, I fly a lot. Mm. And out of like seven trains, like four were cancelled and three were delayed. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it, you know, there's also 
a car is another real source of freedom. A vehicle is real freedom. Yes. I think that you can at any point just put the keys in the ignition, put fuel in it, and you can pretty much get anywhere in the world, especially within Europe. You know what I mean? You can. Yes. You can. When I was trying to get back for a job from Berlin once and all the flights were cancelled, I literally was going to take a car and just drive back because I was like, well, there's, at least I know I'll be back. I'll be tired and I'll just get there in time. But if I drive, at least I know I'll get back where, yeah, I think there's a there's a, a, play, a right place and a right time for everything. Don't overuse anything, you know, don't try to yeah. cut down as much as you can use the car. And, and, and yeah, look at buying a smaller car if you do buy a big fucking gas guzzler. But also if you use a gas guzzler and you go to the woods every week and you go camping and, you know, you, you use that vehicle for what it's used for, then that's what I think is a great way to do it. Um, yeah, I think your choice of car or whatever mode of transportation shouldn't um shouldn't be like a stain on what makes you happy i agree or, yeah or you know like just the utility you would have for it like don't go out of your way to buy a small car when you actually have the need for a van yeah 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 you know that, you, that would be just stupid if you're packing it full of stuff every day you're picking people up you're doing you're using it on a daily basis try and find that match that fits what you need it for yeah and then I think everything kind of works. I, you know, we, we, we have this podcast, we have our passion for cycling and we love the, the fact that it is, it is freedom in the, in the element of, you know, you get on the bike and you just pedal and that's it. And you can yeah. get pretty much anywhere. I always find it difficult when I see people so into cars so much into cars and like fast sports cars and like i'm just right. like yeah i get it it's a fancy thing and you know it's probably really nice to drive but it is definitely what i feel a slight unnecessary yeah it's just unnecessary would fall. you own a sports car if you had the chance no i don't think so no really I would yeah I would definitely go down a more practical route and buy a really good camper or, a, you know, something that mm -hmm. something that I would get use out of. I have no, you know, I might use a sports car once a year just for right. the fun of it, but I wouldn't. Would you? You well, would, wouldn't you? A classic one. So, yeah, I, I come from like a very like motorcycle and car family. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I've, I've, grew up with sports cars um so i definitely feel that i have that passion for like classic cars and sports cars mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh trust me when i see some people literally go on the highway to go on the highway and to just like burn gas yeah. it kind of makes me mad yeah but i feel like a classic sports car that has um some what of a utility so it could be yeah um a utility just towards your happiness so it could be a sunday drive you going to a restaurant and why not using the sports car for that or mm -hmm. it can be utility into like i don't know like you go going at an event yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. showing up with a sports car and two bikes on top is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so 
if I had the opportunity, I would definitely own a sports car. I'm I not mean, saying never. I do own one. It just hasn't moved in 20 years. Yeah, I was going to say you do have it. What do you have again? I have a 911. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sick. Sick. Um, but yeah, it's been it. Uh, I need to redo everything on it and i don't have the money to redo everything on it please send your donations my way so i can look cool <laughs> the 911 uh, donations oh that's <laughs> wait wait not nine, no no <laughs> oh god um, hello fellow americans yeah yeah uh <laughs> sorry, sorry I, that didn't come out like it was meant to but oh, right uh okay do you have that's another question do mm -hmm. you have uh, a motorcycle license no i did have a basic uh, moped license in london but right. they, only, they expire after three years so i do that's a good question because i actually quite like a moped or i like a bike to be honest as well but right i think i'd die on a big one yeah I, yeah i, I wouldn't give you a week yeah I, I really even the mo, even the like one two five uh, Vespa I used to hawk it around. Put me on a fucking super bike? No, no, I don't. I don't think that's a good He's idea. Gone forever. To, yeah, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea at all. <laughs> um, you? Well, so I'm asking the question because um, uh, so. I started driving a motorcycle. My dad put me on my first motorcycle when I was seven. I started driving on the road when I was 14. And then I got my motorcycle driving license before my car driving oh, license. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't yes. know that about you. Yeah. And so I was really into motorcycles. Um, of course, I was young and I drived like a dick. Um, I... Uh, I had like a few crash. I went through a bus stop. Uh, you know the tempered glass bus stop. I went through there. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. Me, right? <laughs> but uh, I uh, so I really enjoy a motorcycle, but I haven't I haven't owned a motorcycle for well, I'm I'm 27 now. It's going to be, I don't know, like six or seven years. Um, I don't right. miss it. But sometimes I saw some on the road. Again, like typical sunny Sunday ride. Um, and I'm like, yeah, sometimes I miss it. Uh, especially I saw my dream bike the other day on a parking. And I was like, ah, oh, damn uh what's your dream see bike? there's that but also uh my dream bike is a ducati 996 um if anyone nice. want to google that or just put it into the show note but it's like it's a 90s 80s 90s uh super bike by ducati and it's just it's from a design point of view it's just beautiful um, okay so yeah there is one thing I fucking hate about motorcycles is um, when you're in the motorcycles, it's all like fun shit and giggles. But when you're off the motorcycle, I hate it because you have that helmet that you need to carry everywhere. You have the leather boots, the leather jacket, sometimes the leather pants. 
like proper like sports bike kind of stuff and you hot and sweaty because all of that is so fucking leathery and it's hard to move and you're like one coffee please it's terrible i fucking hate it yeah yeah i don't like that at all i like taking the vest but you've got the helmet and you're just wearing a jacket and jeans so you know you can right. just yeah yeah um okay i have one more thing i want to yep. say before we probably close this episode but so i've been in turkey for two months now and uh, i've been with my custom painted parallax mm-hmm. uh, and i've been into that thing where i have no option whatsoever for another mode of transportation i don't want to take the train um, and I only mm-hmm. take the train when I need to go like really, really far, but I want to avoid it at all costs because it's just not my thing. Um, and so I literally get out of the apartment and I have, well, that's not true. I have two choices. Either I walk <laughs> or I take that mm. bike and it's only one bike. Right. It's one choice, you know? <laughs> And right. I do, on a frequently basis, feel the need to have more than one choice. You know, like, ah, oh, today I would like to write something yeah, else. Yeah. But on a, but I think about that when I'm like, I don't know, already at my destination. But it's also so easy to have only one choice. You're like, I have this. It works, period. I kind of feel you. I'm I'm down at the minute. Like I have my track bike, my BMX, and I'm just like, right. If I go ride the BMX, I probably will have a bit more fun at the, at the park or whatever. Or I ride my track bike if I'm going a bit further. But not having a choice at the minute is really nice. I've got to admit. I've got to admit. Uh, and I really like if it. Any one of you, and I'm pretty sure, like a really a huge part of our audience owns multiple bikes, which is whatever, like could be like a normal track bike and a track lacrosse bike or a gravel bike, blah, blah. If you one day have the opportunity to reduce your choices to one unique bike for a few months, I think a few weeks will not cut it. I think you need like a longer time, but It's a really, really interesting experiment because you're gonna, you're gonna go into that mindset that form, um, uh, function is definitely of a form. And so nothing else matters. You're just like, this is my bike. I'm going to make it work. And it's not the best thing for the job. Uh, my parallax isn't the best thing when I want to yeah, go do yeah, track yeah, lacrosse exactly. with some friends, but <laughs> I'll make it work somehow, you know? Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's an, an article, I think the most recent article on the, on the blog is about how you can make any aluminum track frame a track lacrosse Into bike. It. Um, I saw a bit of that. Yeah, it looked good. And uh, and have a read of that. You're gonna see that it's not that hard. Okay, that's changed the forks, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's basically changing the fork and putting yeah, new yeah, tires yeah. on. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the, the, the people. I shouldn't have said that. I realized once I said that. I was like, <laughs> Do you have um, anything yeah, to add again, into that car-free life of ours? No, I'm just happy to discuss it. It's nice to chat about it and not be too biased in one direction or in the, any other direction. Everything has its purpose. Um, use it responsibly. Um, I'm a big, big advocate for using the right bike at the right time as well. You know, having one bike at the moment is good. But yeah, like you said, you can adapt them. But also having a nice bike for each occasion is good. But yeah, having too many sometimes, then the decision is too much. Yeah, yeah. Have uh, whatever suits your life. Yeah. But make it fit your life. Yeah, I feel that that's right. Yeah. Cool. All right, nice people. Chat. Well, that's yeah. going to be it for this episode of the Slow Spin Society podcast. Everything we discussed today will be in the show notes on the blog, slowspinsidey.com, along with diverse articles and write-ups I post every two weeks. Slow Spin Society is very proud to be a listener-supported podcast. If you get value out of the show, why not consider putting some value back in? You can visit patreon.com slash podcast to join the community. We're pledging at any level we're going to access to the extended version of the show. Special thanks goes to Niels, our editor, and our 48 Patreon supporters, making this show Ew. possible and ad-free. We love you guys. You can also thank you, everyone. thank you everyone. You can also find us on our Discord server. The invite link is also in the show notes, or with our Instagram account at Society. Rob is at Kernzy.co. Amanda, who isn't here today, is at Amanda C Burger, and I go by at under underscore poll underscore you. As usual, sharing the podcast with your friend is by far the easiest way to support the show by giving us a good review on the platform of your choice. The music for the show is Lovely Swindler by Maria. And the illustration is by me. Yep, yep. We are going to go on to a short and sweet after show. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks for episode 96. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thank you.